Alrighty, we're back with another Behind the Vinyl, and this week we're going through Machine Head's classic Burn My Eyes album, and um, we're here with none other than uh, Nicholas, my esteemed colleague. Yes. And uh, we're joined by Yanni Matson from Swin Rock Magazine. Again. Again. Second time in, Yanni? Third. Third. Third time in. And doing yeah. good now. What was it? First time with Bon Jovi, second time with Kiss. Right. Oh, it was Kiss. Yeah, Revenge. That's right, Revenge. Yes. And now with um, Machine Head, quite yeah. a quite a, a different album for you. I know, but that's who I am. I yeah. got like a broad taste. Very true. You're yeah. a big Machine Head fan? Wouldn't say big. Okay. <laughs> Wouldn't say fan. <laughs> right. I'm okay with fan. Right. The middle part of the career isn't maybe my favorite part. You've heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Deep Purple album, right? <laughs> yes. <Ooh. laughs> yes. Of course. Yanni sporting a rather interesting moustache. <laughs> um, you like it. You said it, you like it. You asked if I go to a barber, and I don't. I do it myself. True, true. I said that to your face behind your back. I know. <laughs> Actually, Dad said, uh, said the same thing this week, and like, you get a moustache. So yeah, I had it for like three or four months now. So I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe I don't rock it. Maybe you don't go to any schools, just to be safe. Keep away from this. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> anyway, we're, we're here for um, Machine Heads by my eyes. Let's, let's jump straight in, man, and let's uh, check out the video and the opening track from the record. And, um, and we'll be back straight away after that. Said so, but then we're gonna the do Las like Las Vegas thing. Oh, is then, that what you said? Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. now we're gonna do it again, and now they're gonna do the Burn My Eyes anniversary <laughs> exactly. tour. <laughs> so, <Exactly>. like, <laughs> yeah, we got this big hit, but we shouldn't really play it. So, here we'll right. play it. Yeah, you know, that those things pop up all the time. Yeah, you know, like, um, <clears throat> you know, they won't play. I think Neil Young said it when Kurt Cobain he, he wrote, um, better, better. Better burn out and fade away. away. No. He wrote it in Suicide Note, and I no. think Neil Young said he'd never sing those lyrics again. Right. But you can't do that. You just, no. you just have to get Jesus through that. Otherwise, Christ. there's too many things. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Can't no, take a stance no. for everything. No. But um, but it's a great, great fucking track. Great lead track into into this record. Yes, yes. That, that, that's probably in my favorite Machine Head track. <coughs> is that the only one you know? It, it pretty much is the only one I know. Yes, so that's why. <laughs> you know the story as well about the the cult. They wrote yeah, the Waco, about... Texas. I just yeah, saw yeah. a documentary, a you great did. documentary about David Koresh. Oh, really? Yeah. And his, What's the name uh, of it? Disciples. Sorry. The documentary. What was it? Yeah, two parts on uh, Swedish television. Uh huh. Yes, it's out there. So check it out. It's it's pretty interesting. Oh, really? Because they're interviewing survivors and and and, and you know that, that still kind of believe that he was the Messiah and you know all that stuff. Um, that's that's a whole different conversation, man. Like yeah. how you can bring, yeah, you know, the the Charles Manson, or, yeah. or, or even the what's that church over in um, Scientology? Scientology is another one. You know, it's it's a guy that wrote a story and and about aliens and yeah, and, and you have Jim Jones and all that, exactly. Jonestown and all that stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it and is pretty. And that that church, which is which pickets all the. Oh yeah, the, the the West Baptist, uh, Westboro Baptist Church, whatever it is. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. homosexuals and yeah, it's just like exactly. Yeah, 
and, and the soldiers returning to war and returning from war yeah. 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 in the line of duty. There's some colossal gaze there. I mean, you, in that church. In that you church. know so much about <laughs> churches. It's like, are they disturbing? <laughs> no, it is fascinating. It's fascinating with that kind of mass, not hysteria, but like with David Koresh and how he managed to get at least that amount of people and they all believed in him being the new messiah and and they allowed their kids even when they're like 14 and 15 to become um his wives uh and he had kids with them and stuff like that uh, and that's in the documentary as well it's, it's pretty pretty interesting and then they they set the whole place on fire by themselves exactly but don't they take do they take some kind of a sleeping no, 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 no. That's a they did. That thing. was Jonestown, and and uh, then you had like Hale Bop, right? Yeah. Where they were all uh, in beds with a uh, with a cover, purple cover, over their heads and stuff like that, all wearing the same gym shoes and things like that. But no, no, no. They just set that stuff on fire when after I think they, the FBI and whatever they were there for it was a siege for about fifty days, I think. Right, yeah. And then they, then they started trying to get into it with, um, like, tanks and stuff, destroying the houses, and that's when they set the place on fire. Right. So I think, like, 23 people killed, or it might have been more, and a lot of them were kids who obviously didn't have a choice. So. No, how many survivors? Uh, can't really remember. I think they're, they're interviewing, like, nine people in the documentary that survived. Okay. They talk about it. And no, I think, yeah, might have been like only nine survivors or something. And the funny thing, one, one guy, I think a police officer says that, that of those nine survivors, whatever it was, not a single one came out with a kid when they, when they fled the fire. Really? Yeah, one came out with a dog. Mm. So they just left them in there. Mm. Interesting. The, the dog part of, yeah, that's, yeah, Th that know. picture sticks. Yeah, yeah. You pick a dog instead of a kid. Yeah, yeah. Have mm -hmm. they ever answered to that? Have they uh, why, why they didn't do that? Or no, I don't think so. Um, and they were they're all like rambling about God and Messiah and blah blah blah. It was meant to and blah 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 and that stuff. The usual stuff. Yeah, just a bunch of freaks. And you, do you know the connection with this uh, this song and that? Did he just, did Flynn, I actually didn't realize this song, again, I love this song, always have, didn't realize the connection to Waco. No, I didn't, I didn't as well, I had no idea, actually. Um, I don't know. Uh, what, Is it just the lyrical content? I think, I think it's lyrical. Uh, and to, to correct you, it was like 76 people who died. Not yes, there we go, yes. Right. I think, yeah, 76 died, and I think 23 of them were kids or something like that. Yeah, something like yeah. that, yeah. yeah. Okay. True, that's Very true. interesting. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, David Korch. Yeah, he played guitar. They actually play some of his stuff in that documentary. Oh, really? Yeah, it wasn't all bad. Was it shredding? No, not shredding, but it was just like a. Was it? But he was like playing a. Um, there's a picture of him holding like a um, like it looks like a Jackson Jackson shark fin guitar or something like that. Oh, oh really? come on! Yeah, something like yeah. He was playing stuff and he recorded stuff and you know some of it. There's one song that keeps they they played a couple of times in the, in the uh, documentary. It's not all that bad. Same as some of the Manson stuff ain't all that bad. Well, of course, Guns N' Roses is famously covered it. Sure. Like spaghetti and but stuff. no, you know you can still be a crazy, screwed up guy and still write good songs. Absolutely. So you know, speaking of, of cults and religions, uh, Robbie Crane from Blackstar Riders was once a Scientologist. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's a good story. That's a great story. <laughs> he he become a Scientologist so that he could uh, so he could take out a girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the way you do it. Yeah, that's how it is. A yeah, girl he really liked was a Scientologist, and he wanted to take her out, so he converted <laughs> to Scientology, took her out, and uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then he was like, "All right, now I'm out of it." <laughs> and he he told us that when he was showing us around. Uh, Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. uh, so good. Yeah, it's a great story. It's a killer one. Um, have you guys? Have you guys obviously seen uh, like Logan Matter and uh, Chris Contos is back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I think that was the first 
the, the first real thing of them coming back, you saw the, the live clip of them. Right, yeah, from the studio. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah, from the yeah. Studio. That was so good, man. Yeah, was, wasn't it, I think the video was the first song they played. The video was the yeah. first song they played yeah. and the first song that it, yeah. that it, that they released. Yeah. And I just read that Chris, he'd been a, a BMX kind of guy. So well, he got into that after he left Machina. He got into that. Yeah, there's a great, there's a great Jamie Duster. Anyone who doesn't listen to uh, oh his podcast, heard it, check out his podcast, right. Jamie Duster podcast on Spotify. Right, really fucking cool. This yeah. this week actually, um, which is dating this episode we're doing. I guess by saying that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But but this week uh, he he interviewed uh, Rob Flynn from Machine Head, and oh. Rob said that he hadn't played for five years. Right. Yeah. And he kept. Talking to him on the phone, saying, "Are you sure? You sure you can play? You sure you can do it?" It's a really good interview with Flynn. All right. And and Chris was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I can do it." Okay. And sure enough, he came in and just blasted. I actually, it. hurt his shoulder or something. He had he had to stop riding bikes or something. He was in some kind of accident when he was riding bikes or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, but isn't this like the only thing they could do because they were having like a steady road? Same yeah. gig, same crowd all the time. So, how how to gain new interest? Go back and do, yeah, like it was in the beginning, sort of. Yeah, yeah, I guess. You know, but isn't that like with any band, really? Yeah, um, they need to like redo things to get to next level. Yeah, and I think Flynn has actually done like he, he cops a lot of criticism for the albums throughout the years, but yeah. I think he actually has done that many times, reinvented mm. himself for better or for worse. Yeah. yeah. You know, the burning red and yeah. supercharger and, yeah you know it is one step but at least he he did it you know at least he and then he come back with the blackening and yeah. um unto the locust yeah and then um and then the new record yeah. you know which is a you know a far a far tangent as well from yeah. other stuff too yeah. it's still still great burning red that's when they did message in a bottle right is um, that on that album the police cover yeah, it, yeah. It, i think it is from the burning red wonder yeah. how that discussion went doing doing, doing, that cover. doing a cover doing that one as a cover message yeah. in a bottle oh we yeah. need a hit which, which which has kind of a i mean the original version has kind of a reggae kind of beat to it absolutely yeah. and you know so you're sitting around and let's do a cover yes let's do message in a bottle by police yes i can feel it do you think everybody said yes? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. But still, interesting choice, I must say. Well, there are a few interesting choices. Sure. Like 6am did a, was it a Whitney Houston song? It did. On the last record? Can't remember. No. They did. Don't tell the yeah. last one. Yeah, I think so. Or maybe it was a Mariah Carey song. Maybe it was Mariah Carey. Oh, I think it was a Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's interesting and, and then you go back to um, early Metallica what, do a Holocaust song on Garage sure. Day Revisit or, or a Budgie song sure okay it's it's not obscure now because of them but no but I'm more thinking like the feel of it because those songs are still like good songs the original versions are good songs Great I'm just song. thinking Machine Head you've done Burn My Eyes and all that stuff and then you do a, a cover version of Message in a Bottle you know yeah it would make more sense if you did a cover of Let's say a Deep Purple song, whatever. Yeah, well, what, what was that song that um, Cold Chamber did back in the... Oh, who remembers Cold Chamber? Yeah, well, Cold Chamber, you know, because this is kind of around... Death for Farah. Death for Farah, yeah. yeah. This was kind of around that same time, yeah. you know? The, the, the latter part of, of the Burning Red and yeah. so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, you, you know, that's when... Spine Shank was around and Cold Chamber was around Jeez, and yeah. all of those kind of bands. And Cold Chamber had a um, Shot the Monkey. Right. Yeah. Shot the Monkey. Was it Shot the Monkey? Yeah, shot, isn't that um, Shot the Monkey? Gen- was it Genesis? Yeah, or Peter Gabriel, I think. Peter Gabriel? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's weird. Those are, those are interesting bands because I always got the feeling that they were, they were way bigger in the US than they ever were over here. Like a, ba- a band like Cold Chamber. And- well, I think Cold, Jam- Cold Chamber, the UK, was the big market for Yeah, it. yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah it toured heavily there. And it did. Like okay. Kerrang pushed them so hard. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah right. But Spine right. Shank. Yeah. Um, Who cares about them? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But, but 
actually, when I last time I went through my CD collection, I took out all my spine shank CDs. Now they they've been there on overtime, so now I now I need to get rid of them. Right. Okay. Ash I'm ashamed for them now. Well, there's a you should be ashamed of a lot of things in your CD. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't stop it. <laughs> exactly. We should play next song now. Yeah. Right, and this is uh, the second single, I think it was, taken from, uh, from Burn My Eyes. Um, it is Old. bought that one on, on a CD single. Um, so did I. Like, but I did it like a couple of months ago. You probably did it when it was... I bought. I got it when yeah, it came out. Yeah. Yeah. Found it cheap for like 10 crowns. Okay, great. Yeah. It, was, it was really cool. And I think there's um, I think there's like a live version of the video or something on it. Right, okay. Yeah, could be right. Um, did you ever see the band around these times? No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, it took like early 2000 before I saw them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And no, I, I was never into... Um, Machine Head around that time, that time that came way later for me. I interviewed Logan Mater like in 2003 or something. What was he doing? That's when he had uh, medication with, with Phil. Oh, Payne. dude, fucking great. That first record? Exactly. That was a great record. Yeah. Logan Mater, Rob Trujillo, now Metallica. Yes, it was. Winfield Crane. Yeah. I still got those. Because uh, I, I think they did an EP and then they did like an album. That's that great. It. Yeah. Um, yeah, because they were here. Who was the drummer? Was it Roy? My, yeah, Margera, Margera, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, might have been, yes. And they were here. I think they played here, actually. And I, uh, I uh, did a radio interview with uh, Whitfield and Logan. And I've never seen Logan Mayer before. I just remember, like, that was probably, like, one of the first rock and rollers I've seen with, like, tats all over his neck and, and all that. Rock and rollers? What do you call it? He was a yeah. rock and roller. He is a rock and roller. Artist. Okay, okay. <laughs> now you see them on Paradise Hotel every night, but like back then, I don't think like neck tattoos and all that wasn't really a happening thing as it is now. Yeah. And I think he kind of, not maybe not did that himself, but I think he was like a, an apprentice. Oh, he worked in a, that's what he used to do. He used to make the machines. He used to make tattoo machines. Oh, okay. Yeah, when he was young. All oh, right. Okay. Tried them all them himself. And probably got all the tattooers to, to try them yeah. yeah. himself. I remember his chest tattoo, which was like two eyes piercing through torn muscle and skin. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. It was really fucking intense when I was, right. Right. Yeah, when yeah. I was younger. Yeah. I just remember him being kind of quiet. And Whitfield Crane was just kind of... Non-stop. <laughs> yeah, they, they were so different. Okay. What a surprise! <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But I, I well, saw them around. I saw them on on the back of this album, actually. Right. Uh -huh. Yeah. 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 Where? In Brisbane. Okay. Brisbane, Australia. I think, if I remember correctly, it was the first show on the Australian tour. Oh. And they, maybe I got to check. Maybe it was the second, but I think it was. The, I thought it was the first show, and it was the first tour with uh, Walter. Walter Ryan, who yeah. played played drums for them, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think Chris Contos jumped off after the um, um, the Japan tour. Oh, they quit after the the festival season. What's that? They did a summer festival season. After that, he left. Yeah, but I actually think, like, I actually think he he went to Japan as well with the band, and then he bounced out from Japan. Okay. Because I remember they, they had to fly... You're all. right. Because he left before the festival season. Right, yeah, maybe he left before. Yeah. Because they had to fly Walter out, and I think he met them in Australia. 
and oh. he was practicing with his oh, yes, drums on the seat exactly on the plane in, on the plane the whole way out to Australia yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and it's practicing yeah it's gonna be tough for, for I mean I'm thinking just the other passengers yeah what do you yeah, think like a screaming kid or a hysterical <laughs> drummer <laughs> screaming drummer who plays all the oh time. yes 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 and but was, was that just them or were they supporting someone when that you was saw just them just them okay just them yeah right. off the back of that record okay. I remember telling Flynn this story as well I, I think I slept out overnight one night two nights to get okay. tickets for this right because I was like I thought this record this was a game changer record for me okay and uh, and then me and a buddy slipped out because you can only buy tickets at like the ticket shop. Not you know? like today. Not like today. No. And um, so we slept out and we got the tickets and come. A similar thing happened to me at Motley to at Motley Crue oh. when I did that back in the. Oh, in '89, like a field tour. Exactly. Um, I slept out and then I got to the Machine Head show and then it turns out there was only. I've told Flynn there was like 50 or 60 people. He was like, nah, surely there was more than that. But there wasn't many people. Oh, you mean 50 or 60 people at the show? At the show. All right. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It, was, it was right. It was early in the machine. Yeah, the first yeah, time yeah. Australia. The show was phenomenal. It was probably the exactly. greatest show I've ever seen from yeah. Machine Head. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah. Heavy as hell. Met the band afterwards. Cool. Walter signed my, uh, All right. my digipack. Yeah. Nice. So I was like, eh. I don't know whether that was such a cool thing, but uh, that's funny. don't you hate when guys do it like that? You don't want to have like a Peter Chris sign your creature of the night. That um, would be like a nightmare. I don't know whether he'd want to do it. <laughs> no. He would do it for sure to get attention. Yeah, but but um, I remember it being just the show was being absolutely amazing. Yeah. yeah, but isn't like that that all the shows you see with less people, like really few people in crowd, those shows are more amazing, sort of. Absolutely, I can, yes. I can. There's a bunch of shows. I remember seeing a band called Channel Zero, with hardly anyone, and it was just like, "Fuck this! This band and this show was unbelievable." Yeah. One of the best shows I've seen was uh, Manfred Mann, and we were like 80, 90 people in the crowd, and it was pissing down. Wasn't that outside, sold out? Outside. It was. Was it sold out? Yeah, sold out show. No, but it was. It was so good because they kept playing. Because mm-hmm. people left because it was just pouring down. And we were just a few ones left, and they put on one hell of a show. Early 90s. Lauren Hill. Just off, totally off tangent. Right. Lauren Hill. One of the few, isn't she one of the few big stars who's played Sunvacan? Few. Yeah. All of them being (laughs) big. You've had Lauren Hill, Hill, Britney Britney Spears, Wycliffe. Yeah. That's it. You had 40 Cent. 50 cents. <laughs> 40 cents, his brother. No, it's a, it's a shame. We couldn't get you 50 cents, we got you 40 cents. And you, you had the Lauren Hill playing in the, in the big arena, and then they yes. thought, like, Wycliffe Sean could do the same. Yes. And then he played at the, had to play at the local pub instead. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yes. Lauren had like maybe three and a half thousand people, and what? Sean played for maybe like. 300. Yeah, Lauren, Lauren Hill had three and a half thousand people. Yeah. Last time she played Stockholm, she had 8,000 people. Yeah. Um, but she played um, this year, earlier this year, at um, what's, what's the outdoor venue up in Baldinger? Oh, outside of oh yeah, it's... Uh, Dalhalla. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. She played Dalhalla. Okay, right, but right, she's right. doing an anniversary tour now, so... But obviously no one promoted that. Okay. No. And there was only like five or 600 people there. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. And uh, that must have looked weird. Must have looked really weird, and supposedly they told her just, you know, like right. kind of last minute. Hey, there's not many people. In Lauren's words, supposedly it was one of her best shows she's ever done. And oh. Everyone said the show was absolutely amazing. That's cool. And she did that. She just called everyone down to the front of the stage right. and right. just fucking kicked it. Nice. And um, nice. yes, yeah. I can imagine every show who's at Dalala should be one of the greatest since the venue yeah. is like amazing. What yeah. what an amazing venue, man! I've never been there. Yeah, you've never been anywhere outside Stockholm, so exactly. You know. Why? Why go? Yeah, I got Why nothing. Got house? nothing to add to that. <laughs> there you go. Sorry, so Machine Head, Lauren Hill, Manfred Mann, and now back to Machine Head. And uh, yeah, let's play another song.
that was a thousand lies from uh, from Machine Head, from <coughs> the Burn My Eyes. Um, so, so Machine Head have gone back in and they've re-recorded, or I think they re-recorded it live and putting it out digitally. The whole Burn My Eyes record. Oh, are they, are they doing it, or they have done it? They have recorded it. Okay. Well, okay. Cool. Um, from that video footage. All right. Okay. Yeah. So they've recorded it. Um, and I think they're going to put it out some kind of way digitally. Okay. What do you think about that? A uh, few bands have done that now. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, Aussie, Aussie redid the, uh, you know the. Yeah, and cut, did, cut, cut out the. Um, the original. The original players. Members, yeah. Half of the original players. Yeah. He, he didn't cut out Randy. No, no, no. But the. Uh, but the he cut out um, the, the Bob Daisley yeah. and um, and um, whoever it was. Okay. Yeah, what was the drummer? Um, is that Lee Kersley? Yeah, Lee Kersley. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. Uh, finally got his award for the album now, being like right. to all really sick and everything. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And Aussie sent him like a gold disc or something. Yeah. I or that. I would say Aussie in a quote. <laughs> Sharon. I don't. I doubt Sharon did it either. <laughs> I don't know. No, but usually when bands do that, that's isn't that usually because they um, the legal rights. Exactly. Exactly. Like the Flipper did that. Yeah. And they, they recorded some of their, like, not all of Hysteria, but some of the songs, they recorded them again. In a live version. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Just to get more coin, I guess. Yeah, you had a kiss do it for the Sonic Boom album. Oh, yes. You had a bonus. <clears throat> yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. really? That yeah. was all re-recorded? Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Just to get, like, new credits. <clears throat> so you have Eric and Tommy playing yes. the songs. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. And also, I think, I think royalties. Royalties are locked up with someone else. Yeah. You know? not sure. Yeah. Uh, sure. I think most of the times when bands go like oh we want to do it for the fans how sound these days blah 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 and then it's all about the money anyway because they don't get paid for their old recordings yeah yeah i i think it's also it's a little bit harsh to say it's all about the money because it yeah it depends on the band of course yeah, yeah it, it comes out as a derogative term but it's yeah. also about the money and the fact that the money doesn't find its way back to the label because some yeah. of these people do you know i'm not saying machine head did it no we don't know that i'm saying we don't know it, but a lot of these bands sign away in ridiculous yeah you know yep. ridiculous album deals yeah, yeah, that yeah. um that they never make any money yeah but i don't i don't really get why you would um like if you have a if you have an album that is considered being like your classic album or the classic album why you would record it again why do you think the lightning can strike twice exactly and and why do unless you're you're going to do something totally different and and experiment and do uh, the solos different or whatever well Uh, then that that is bon jovi's this left feels right or whatever yeah yeah where they where they reinterpreted their songs but that's a different thing that's totally reinterpreting yeah sure one thing yeah um and it's not just one album, it's like a collection, so it's not... It's a collection, no. yeah. Get your point, but... Yeah. But there are some records out there, you know, and, and one that is sticking true... Well, everyone talks about Justice For All. Mm. Yeah, I don't know about re-recording, but definitely remixing it. Yeah. And, um, but also Dancing Dancing, you know? Yeah. Dancing Dancing, I think the production is pretty very average on that. Oh, yeah, So yeah. I'd love to hear that. You know, oh, you mean like that? Yeah, sure. Probably okay, remix, yeah. remastered okay, yeah. now, but but imagine it with with another sure. band on it. Sure, sure. It would be interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I just read that uh, when Machine had, uh, when they toured, they toured Europe, opening up for Slayer. Yep. And first show was in, I think it was in Dublin, whatever it was. And uh, I just read that usually when like new bands, well, I think in 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 like in Ireland and in Great Britain in general, they get booed off the stage and it's like they're pretty harsh over there. But uh, it was just like the, um, um, the the crowd loved Machine Head from the get-go. And I think they, it said that they opened up with Davidian and uh, the crowd was chanting, let, let freedom ring so loudly that um, yeah, the, the band themselves could, couldn't really hear themselves. That's great. Yeah, and then they came back like uh, like they they did all they did the tour with Slayer all over the UK. Also said I'm 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 just reading um, some old story from Kerrang magazine that apparently they outsold Slayer when it came to merchandise. 
Right. Uh, and then they came back like six months later and headlined those exact venues that they opened up for slavery. Yeah, the right. tour went early in 95. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they were a ferocious band and they still are to this day a ferocious mm. band. But back then they were so good and so yeah. heavy. Yeah. And they played the, played the UK a lot. Played, played with Metallica a lot from that. Yeah. You know, I remember they did the uh, the the Donington, right? One Metallica curated, right? Machine Head and Skid Row, I think, was on it. White Zombie was oh, on. Oh yeah, it. okay, yeah. So I remember I saw them. Uh, that was that was the Death Magnetic tour, I think. He's talking right. Yeah, when, when he got played, when James got sick. Exactly. Um, and I just remember the they played World Tour, I think. Yeah, like but years. they played the, the the the. It was so loud that all you really heard was like the bass drum and the bass or something. It was just like, it all drowned everything else. It was really, really loud. Yeah, I can remember on that that Jensen from The Haunted played bass. Oh. Mm. Okay. And I can't remember exactly when that show was, whether it was, because Metallica played two shows and one of them got cancelled because he was sick. Yeah. But I think it might have been when they come back. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, Jensen was the fill-in oh. on, on bass because right. Adam was away doing something. Adam, okay. had the, Adam the bass player, Adam right. is, um, I think he's a, a real estate guy now, right? Oh, I think so. Should be lucrative. Yeah, I don't have the look for it. I, I, I wouldn't buy a house from him, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like a shady car dealer. Yeah, this car would run forever. Yeah. Well, I don't think he'll be coming back, but it's it's a great lineup with uh, at the moment. With yeah, Chris I like Yared yeah. as well. I think he's a great bass player. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And Logan, I think, is a great guitar player. Yeah. He obviously left to go to Soulfly, which never really took off. Right. Yeah. That first album is good. First Soulfly record. Yeah. Probably the first two Soulfly records. Yeah. I remember that first one. I remember hearing it. You know, someone played it as uh, it was a record store here in Stockholm when I think it, it had just come out, and uh, I bought it right away. <laughs> the drums, the beat. I have nothing to add to that. Can it's you like, feel it, Jana? I, I can't. <laughs> There's nothing in there who speaks to me. No, it's all forty cents oh, for you. No, no. Nothing, nothing in Sapphire. Not at all. You're kidding. Anything in Sapphire? Yeah, Sapphire. I like early stuff. Okay. What like about ladder stuff? What about like um, chaos yeah. and uh, roots? Chaos. No. no. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, ma roots would be the last good one, I think. Right. After that, it's been like it's been hard to find good parts. Right. Your voice is amazing. I know. Sing it again. No. Are you shy? But you find good stuff in Halloween. I do. Yes. <laughs> All over the place. <coughs> I know. Yeah. I know. And you're so jealous. <laughs> Back to topic, I think. You're losing it again. Of Play another right. song. Let's buy another song. This is um, number my my own. Um, back to you shortly with uh, Burn My Eyes, Machine Head. Biggest 
best-selling debut album in Roadrunner history until Slipknot. Until Slipknot, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Which, which, um, which is kind of interesting. So then it's, it's, well, it's not really interesting. You know, for it's the biggest selling debut record. Yeah. Um, and I guess Roadrunner didn't really have any of those monster debut records. They had big records. Yeah. The Nickelbacks and the... Yeah, but dude, that, that was a massive yeah, record. But I thought we maybe, like, that was, maybe that was after. Maybe that come a little bit after. Um, but Sepultura as well, Roots and Chaos AD. Yeah. Um, what else did we have on? Yeah, like to eat the stuff. Roadrunner had more, like a Mad Max seed and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then Mad Max. Yeah, they sold maybe like ten percent of that, in total. Hmm. There was there was a couple of great Roadrunner bands that never made it. The Four Horsemen. Oh. Yeah. I talked okay. about the Four Horsemen with the uh, with Adam Dubin just the other day. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Um, what else? Great. Yeah. Um, great. Should have been bigger. Yeah, there, there, was, there, was a, there was a bunch of really cool stuff coming out. Yeah. Through them. What's that? Quality label? Or is a quality label? Is a quality label? Was a quality label? Yeah, the, the birth of Kill Switch Engage. Yeah. It come out through them. Yeah. Um, a lot of stuff. Fear Factory. Um, Gujira. Come out around that time. Oh, around that time. Yeah. Well, yeah. Gujira is on Roadrunner, right? Or they used to be on Roadrunner. Um, Gujira is on Roadrunner now, but it wasn't back then. No. No, no, no. I think I think I can't remember what it was on. Maybe it was on Listenable or something like that. I think that yeah, first song, song Small Front. Yeah, yes. yeah. <clears throat> uh, Trivium was on there from the start. Right. Um, yes. It used to be so good. Uh, but that's Roadrunner. No, no. Trivium. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, a lot of a lot of really cool stuff and, and a lot of great shows. I remember when they did that twentieth anniversary. And that brings me up. They were going to release. They were going to re-release Burn My Eyes on the 20th anniversary of Roadrunner Records. Oh, okay. But they they scrapped that. Wasn't it like 25th anniversary? 25th, what did I say? 20th. Okay, 25th. Yeah. Yeah. On the 25th anniversary of Burn My Eyes, um, they were going to... Oh, sorry. No, of sorry, Roadrunner. Of Roadrunner. They were going to release Burn My Eyes, which worked out to be something like the 13th anniversary of the right, record. okay. And they'd also already done three years earlier some anniversary shows. And they didn't, it says that they, they, it was never they released. It, they pushed it. It was never released. Pushed back to 2007 because they didn't want to interfere with the release of The Blackening. Yeah. 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 Which is a great album. Okay. It, it is. It is. It is a great record. However, the following record, Unto the Locust, I think is better. No, no, no. I disagree. What, what what's the name of the one that came before the blackening? The uh, um, is it through the ashes? And, yeah, through the, that, yeah. that one. It's a real massive one. That is a good one. That I would say, it's burn my eyes, then it's through the ashes, and then the blackening for me. Burn my eyes. The following album after burn my eyes was the more things changed, which yeah. I really liked. Oh, okay. I I thought, you know, I was just kind of peeking with Machine Head back yeah. then. And I was it burning say, red after that. And what was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you got uh, the, um, the what do you call it? Was it the braids. The braids. Well, no, he had the braids in. Oh, he did. He had the braids in Burma. Oh, he did. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, he had the long braids. Yeah, okay. he had the the shorter braids. He right. cut his hair down with um, kids. Yeah, I I would from from my likening, I would go, burn my eyes. More things changed, until the locust, blackening, catharsis. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. It was actually on the Unto the Locust tour, I think it uh, was the first time I met you. We're supposed to interview Rob here at Girona Lund. Maybe. I think so. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, I, I interviewed him then. Yeah, because he cancelled, so I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> and you were standing in the front row. <coughs> in the front row? No, front that. row of the queue for the interview, maybe, when he was like, no, no more interviews. That Niklas killed it for no, the rest yeah. of us. And I think that's when I met, uh, the only time I met Mr. Blabbermouth. Actually, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. It could be right. Yeah, I think so. I can remember that. I can clearly remember. I can remember seeing you up against the rail and coming and having a chat to you. Yeah, I was standing there waiting with uh, Ron. Uh, no, no, it was. Uh, it was. Oh, what did you say? Oh, was it um, Matthias? It could be a guy called Matthias. Who was yeah. supposed to record it or take photos? I take don't know. Photos. I think take photos. It was supposed to be like the first big interview or the first face-to-face -face interview I 
Yeah, which was done. Yeah. yeah. I was that fresh. And yeah. Rob would be the first one, so... Exactly. So, the, the truth is, Nicholas, yes. I kind of got there and I looked him over and I thought, you're not going to need to be Rob Flynn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, young fella. <laughs> like, nice to meet you. You need to go home to mum because you're pretty young. So, also, I think... Hey, I saved you. I didn't want to throw you to the line. <laughs> Tom Petty played that night. At uh, the Globe? Exactly. Right. Yeah, I, th- so I think you you're right. Me up. I hooked you up for that. Yeah. Yes. Because I could. I can remember. I. I can't remember that being that same day, but I can remember I couldn't go to Tom Petty because I had something else on. Yeah, that was machine. So you got Tom Petty, and I got the Sabaton CD. I, I got like, Rob Flynn and Tom Petty. Yeah. 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 I but you love Sabaton, so that's a little good. That was a, that was an. He didn't really like. Flynn didn't really like the the. Good on the Lynch show so much. Oh yeah. No, but I thought it was a great show. I think so. Yeah. I think it's one of the few times actually seen an opener as well at the Good on the Lynch show. Oh, who was that? Engel. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Well, you were up front. Or you Apparently, wanted... or somebody is like guys. trying to make <laughs> trying to make <laughs> eye contact. Rob, see why me, did Rob. you diss me? <laughs> Rob, please. Studio at the sign. <laughs> like I have prepared questions for you. Can I have a Mom helped me with English. <laughs> I think I read your questions too. What is your favorite color? <laughs> what shampoo flavors? <laughs> All this kind of stuff. So I think that's why I'd be idea. Actually, that was the first thing you said to me. What kind of shampoo do you use? Like you smell terrific. <laughs> I think I actually walked past and noticed the Bon Jovi tattoo on your arm and thought, there's no girl <laughs> am I putting you in an interview with Machine so, um, nice one. Yeah. Nice one. Um, anyway, let's move on. Uh, this is a great song. Uh, Blood for Blood. Um, really good song. I think this whole album is pretty solid all the way through. Yes, so, uh, I agree. Totally. Tour edition, absolutely. Okay. Um, come out around then. It had a couple of extra tracks, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but what is it? Is it live versions? Uh, I think it was live. Yeah, I think it was live versions. Yeah, no, uh, it was demo? Demo. demo. No, but yeah. that's not tour edition. That's a different edition. It is. Yeah, I remember somewhere there's there's a demo as well. Uh huh. That's gotta be from the Nick first. Nick just had a sneak peek paper here, and it clearly yeah. said the demos. Exactly. Okay. Or constitute the yeah the, the entirety of the Burmaya's demo. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it supposed to be the '93 demo? I think so. I, don't know. I have no idea. Machine Head obviously come out of the ashes of violence as well. Yep. Yeah. Um, Flynn. I, I don't actually understand what the what this because uh, he had a fight I think with the, the band had a fight with some local skinheads or punks or something like that yeah oh, violence yeah violence okay. but I think there was some infighting within the band oh okay yeah yeah I think it's imploded or something as well exactly and Rob Flynn branched off him and him and Adam and Adam but that's the Bay Area thing right the violence violence they were part of the, the Bay, Bay Area exactly yeah so exactly. I, I, I don't know if they're part of the uh while we're at it, the uh, Murder in the Front Row documentary. But I think they're in there. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know if Rob is, is uh, interviewed. I can't remember. No, that. I don't know whether Rob is interviewed or Phil. <coughs> Phil yeah. Demmel is obviously the, the, you know, the original. But Violence, they released they released albums. Or one three, album? Three or records, I think. Oh, yeah, okay. two albums and an EP, I think. Oh, okay, right. Okay. Yeah. And then they're back together now. They're just doing a, a, a oh, round right. of 
sporadic headlining shows that are selling out instantly. Yeah, oh, okay. Um, That's cool. They'll announce it, it'll sell out. Right. And um, they'll announce another one and it sells out. Nice. And then, of course, Machine Head are coming back. They're, they're playing in October, they're playing in Denmark. Yeah, they well, announced the Stockholm. Stockholm tour or May. next European tour next year. 28th like, of May. Yeah, yeah, like a second leg of Burn My Eyes. Yeah. That's going to be nice. That'll be nice. I think this will be really great to hear it. One thing, another thing that I didn't realize until today, actually, until this afternoon, was um, um, Chris Contos wasn't the original drummer. No. Right, I read that as well. I, yeah. I did that now. So when the band started recording, um, you had Tony Costanza. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So and who was he? He's the boss. The boss. Haven't you seen that show, The Boss? No. Was it called The Boss? With Tony, he's not. His name is not. It's something like Tony Costanza. The and boss. he's a, he's an old boxer, and he he's an old. Oh, okay. There's the there's um, one of the girls from Charmed. Um, sure. You know that you know that show with the witches. Come on. Yeah. yeah. I never watched it. No, <laughs> I've seen you have their collection <laughs> in box. I've been down in your cave and I've seen it. No, no. Charmed, no. the complete no. edition. <coughs> Not even close. It was, is. I was charmed with the three girls. So Shannon Dowdy. Yeah, I know. And the other two. And what's that? And the other two. Alyssa Milano. Oh, yes. Alyssa Milano. Yeah. Right. Alyssa Milano was in a show called Who's the Boss? Oh, okay. With Tony Danza. Oh, Tony Danza, right? No, not Tony Costanza. No, no, no. Tony yeah. Danza, of course. Yeah. 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 Should have played oh, yeah. a Thousand Lies after that because you're completely fooled us here. <laughs> well, I'm just running. I'm just riffing here. Costanza. <laughs> Costanza. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, so, so, but I don't know, did, who's, whose album is on the album? Whose music is on the album? Who's drumming? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Yeah. I've got a feeling it's Chris Contos, but I heard that, um, Tony Costanza didn't leave until production. Yeah, he was there for the pre-production sort was of thing. Was there for all the pre-production? Yeah. Oh, and okay. then you had Chris coming in. Okay. And doing all the recordings. I think so. Right. Should okay. be there. The right fact. Tony Constanza, I've never, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you made up the first part of his history, so made up. Let's make up the second Yeah. <laughs> yes. Was he in Seinfeld? <laughs> he, he went on to uh, play exactly. Metallica and changed his name to Lars Ulrich. <laughs> Costanza. Oh, no. Oh. You're stuck in a loop now. Yes. There's a great quote from Costanza. Yeah. Tell it. It's not a lie if you believe it. I love that one. Very yeah. Okay. Right there. Don't we all use it? Live by it? I live, yes, I do. Yeah, you do. I lie all the time. The way this, is the dr- this is the life I really want to live. <laughs> yes. I want to sit here in my... S- <laughs> I, I can't go home. It feels rude to you. Oh, no, no, no. I can take it. Alrighty, man. Um, let's get out of here. Let's yep. end it with um, I'm Your God Now. Um, yep. Great song from the record. Um, Yanni, good having you here for a third time. Yeah. Let's aim for a fourth. As long as it's not any of your, uh, I know, the list I any of your questions <laughs> like denied completely. Yeah. Oh, we could do scorpions, but I have never mentioned scorpions, so. No, but I mentioned, and they're German, so you know that's that's. It doesn't really work like close that. Close enough. It, it doesn't. But uh, no, there's some good scorpions records. Do some of the '80s ones. Yeah, it is, but. Love at first thing, things like that. Yeah. No. I feel so pushed around. Yeah, that's the way it is. Oh, we could do another Bon Jovi because oh, yes. uh, 7,800 degrees of New Jersey. Yeah. Or the debut. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I like 78 better than I like the debut album. Yeah, but you're one of the few who do. Oh, I love that album. Of yeah. course you do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're afraid of your own, own opinion. <laughs> Tokyo Road. No. I remember playing, uh, you know, we were dressing up, playing with uh, badminton rackets uh, at my friend's uh, in my friend's basement. In and, and out of love, but that was like in and, out, in and out, in and out of love. The solo from the um, there's a live version that was recorded in Japan that was on a single, whatever it was. Yeah. In and out of love, and that Richie Sambora solo in there, killer. We did that one. Done. And that was the bootleg I bought, and you were laughing at me. So I don't know who can believe you. Uh, yeah, I just said. It's not a yeah, lie. Believe it. Why? <laughs> yeah, I've seen that daily on a daily basis on your Facebook page. 
Yeah, but we'll be back. Alrighty, guys. Yep. Enjoy. Here is um, I'm Your God Now. Forgive my 